Stu, is there a more shocking guest than the one that on today's podcast said Fauci is America's Mangala? <laughs> he said as close as close as to. to yeah, he's not possible. actually picking right. people out at the train. Yeah, you know. Well, I think but, there actually was a more shocking guest than that. <laughs> was there? Uh, when we learned about the return of JFK Jr. Holy cow! And the latest on the COVID mandate that came out during the show today. It's uh, about as bad as we thought it could be. And news on the new public-private partnership with Joe Biden, the American government, and the World Economic Forum. Yay! It's great. All on today's podcast. Biden all day yesterday to address the vote. And uh, he had an interesting, a very, very interesting uh, a look at what happened yesterday. Didn't you think, Stu? I mean, he usually does have an interesting look at anything that's happening. It usually uh-huh. involves new words and sounds. No, 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 Nine, here's Biden. Given what you said, do you take some responsibility and do you think that Terry McAuliffe would have won if your agenda had passed before election day? Well, uh, I think we should have should have passed before election day. Good, good But job. I'm not sure that I would be able to have changed the number of very conservative folks mm. who turned out in the red districts who were Trump red voters, but maybe New Jersey, maybe. <laughs> the red district of New Jersey. Yes. And Virginia, those mm-hmm. red districts. Yeah. Very red. Very Honestly, red. if they would have just passed that thing, probably New Jersey has a Republican well, governor. <laughs> and that's about, I think, what would have happened if they would have passed it. Yeah. Well, he is uh, moving forward with his uh, spending bill and he's doing it to win back support. He said people are upset and uncertain about a lot of things from covid to schools to jobs to a whole range of things to the cost of a gallon of gasoline. Uh And so if I'm able to pass and sign into law my Build Back Better initiative, I'm in a position where you're going to see a lot of those things uh, change quickly and swiftly. Really? You know, you could change without passing anything. You could change the price of gasoline overnight. Are you aware of that? No. Yeah. How would you do that? Uh, you just open up the pipeline again. Mm, yeah, but yeah, you but, would just say we're going to drill here in America. We're going to be energy independent again, so we don't have to go begging from OPEC. What about those eight protesters, though? They would have a real problem with. They that. would have a problem with that. They would have a problem, and that's why they're not going to do it. That's why he <laughs> needs the uh, the one point seven five trillion dollars, which will not affect your g- gallon of gasoline. I'm telling you right now, if we hold this course, gasoline will be five dollars a gallon by the end of his term. And I don't mean in California. In California, you'll probably be paying eight to ten. Congratulations on that. Uh, He said, you know, I know that people just want us to get things done. They want us to get things done. That's why I'm continuing to push very hard for the Democratic Party to move along and pass my infrastructure and my Build Back Better bill. Okay, wait. Hold it just a second. 
They want things to get done. That's not the lesson. They don't want things to get done. Yeah, that's the thing they keep saying. I know. Like, well, they, you know, like they said that about Kirsten Cinema, and they're like, mm-hmm. hey, she said she wanted to get things done. Why isn't she voting for this? Saying you want to get things done doesn't mean you vote for every trillion dollar bill that passes in front of you. There's lots of things I want to get done. If somebody comes with velvet wallpaper and says, we're going to put velvet wallpaper up in your house in every room. I'm like, no, that's no, we're not doing that. You said you wanted to get things <laughs> yeah, done. That's the not the velvet wallpaper. And, and remember, too, one of the big problems that people are complaining about in this election and mm-hmm. why these results came out this way mm-hmm. is because everything they're going to buy costs a lot more than it used to. So spending multiple trillions of dollars is not a sign that you're serious about tackling inflation. And when you want to spend yep. $4.7 trillion and you can only get 3.2 or whatever it's going to wind up being, that's not a serious message that you care about the everyday person with their, you know, trying to get gas and buy a gallon of milk. Uh, by the way, 58% of Americans are against the spending bill. 58%. You know, even, even uh, and this ended, I think, with the Clinton era, when a president uh, was saw shock like this they changed and clinton came out and said you know what i i think the end of uh big government the era of big government is, is over is it's here it's i mean we've got to change our ways because they respected the people i don't know that they respected the people they, they at, least at least respected the the message being sent to them yes they right. at least had to cloak themselves yep. you know what i mean these guys and i'm glad that they're not cloaking themselves i'm really glad yeah I'll, I'll be yet. glad when they don't have unlimited power they cannot cloak themselves then like please cloak yourself until 2022 until the end of the election and then we can get have some way to block these things because this Bill, as you've pointed out many times, Glenn, has structural elements in it, not to mention the spending, that's going to cost us and our children in untold ways. No, it, it, is, a, it is a slave bill. It is a slave bill. The way the infrastructure, and the, and the president said it um, yesterday, in fact, I've got a, I just want to give you a couple of quotes. I've got a monologue coming up about this uh, next hour. This is really interesting and something you really need to hear. Um, Yahoo News did an interview with John Kerry over in Glasgow, and they said, you know, is this is this going to hurt build back better? I mean, the provisions, the climate change, all of these things that you want to get done. And he said, uh, oh, no, 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 it's not. Uh, we're using our authority to enforce existing laws and spend already appropriated funds. And we're working towards accomplishing all of those things. Yes, the Great Reset will happen. It will happen. So they don't need necessarily anything. They are, they are operating as Philip Drew Administrator. That is a book that was written around the turn of the century. It was Woodrow Wilson's favorite book. He read it three times. It is absolutely awful, um, but it contains a new constitution for the United States. In it, it has the new 50 state constitution. So each state had to change their constitution. Um, and it is the utopia that progressives are building towards. And we are here. Build enough infrastructure around the president so you don't have to pass anything through Congress. You don't have to do anything. You control the schools so you can control the minds. 
you control all of the administrative levers so you can control what people can and cannot do, what they can say, what they can't say, where they work, where they don't work. And you can do anything you want as long as you have those administrative levers. That's what they have built. And I think without knowing it, that's what people feel. You know, they know Mm. we're not in control of this government anymore. And that is one thing that Americans have have generally felt that the government is, you know, like fire, as George Washington said, if it's in control of you, it's trouble. If you're in control of it, it's good. But we always felt that we had some control. They were always bums. They were always dirty, et cetera, et cetera. But we believed the system was working to some degree. You know what I mean? We always felt that the bad guys would go to jail if they were caught, if we could find the evidence. We no longer believe that. We no longer believe that. We don't believe in this system. We believe in the, in the spirit of 76. We believe in all men are created equal. We believe in the Bill of Rights. We don't necessarily know that they have violated all of those things. But we're starting to wake up and starting to starting to push back against it. And Biden is moving forward and saying, I don't I don't need Congress to do it. And today they're back on the floor pushing for the bills to be passed. We've got to pass these. We've got to pass these. This is not something that the American people are going to take kindly to. Honestly, if I were a Democrat today, what I would be thinking is. This is the last 12 months of the Joe Biden presidency. Yes. You have 12 months to get anything you're going to get done through Congress. And done. that's it. And you realize that with this result, with things going this way, you are toast in 2022, barring some completely unforeseen circumstance, right? Like anyone can get rescued by some, you know, maybe aliens will come down and we'll all unite and want to vote for Joe Biden because Joe Biden knew the aliens when they were born 5,000 years ago. But like, mm. in reality, in any normal political circumstance, you have to realize that the Republicans are going to get the House. They're most likely going to get the Senate in this environment. They are going to block every single thing that you want to do on this in this uh, realm. So you'll still have your administrative things that you can get done. Yeah, but that's why they need a few more of these bills to pass, because once they can get the structure completed, then it's all administrative and they don't care what Congress does. I I think if you're being realistic as a Democrat, you have to live in an environment where you realize you're probably losing control in 2022. And that scares me because. If there are certainly we've dealt with them, Glenn, over the years, people who are behind the scenes who form and craft these bills and these plans. Mm -hmm. And those people don't care about a a blue dog Democrat in some congressional seat. They don't care at all. You know, they don't care, but they want to get everything done. They have long term plans they're working on. And I have to believe behind the scenes. That's what they're thinking right now. Well, remember, they're the party of they. They're the party of we. They're not the party of me or I or you. They are the party of we. And so they will sacrifice anybody. They're mm-hmm. blue dog Democrats. No, there's not blue dog Democrats. There are yeah, Democrats <laughs> that at least see the writing on the wall and are today saying, I can't go there. I can't go there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be voted out. 
They don't want to be sacrificed. So they're not going to go there. But the party won't care. Because the party elites are so entrenched in their own power that they're not going anywhere. And you're just grist for the mill. And they will pull out every House of Cards style tactic oh, they to will. make sure those people vote for these oh, bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's, here's something that I think they need to understand. Americans have just been through something that we've never gone through before in the history of our country. And a lot of people have lost their jobs or lost their dreams. They've lost their businesses. They've been kicked to the curb. They've been, they've been told to stay home with their children, and they stay home with their children. And while the school was doing, I guess, the best they can in many areas, some schools were absolutely um, a, a, a hindrance to our kids' learning. And then when our parents started looking and seeing what was being taught, they didn't like what was being taught. Then they were told, shut up about it. Well, now you've got people who have been crapped on by the federal government who went on the 15 days to flatten the curve, lost their gig. Nobody's bailing them out. They see the price of hamburger and they're looking at this going, wait a minute. You, wait, hold it just a second. We, we, we have a global pandemic. We have an inflation problem. We have a supply chain problem. We don't have people working in America. And you are out in Scotland and you say the biggest thing is climate change. That's out of step with the American people. It's just even those people who, you know, are not elites, but might believe in climate change. They see everything else that's going on and they're like, okay, that's important. But not the thing you should be concentrating on. Can you fix the ports? Where are you fixing the ports? Where are you with the grocery stores that have empty shelves? Where are you on the meat issue, the milk issue? Where are you at the gas station? The president is bowing down and begging Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia and OPEC is saying, nope. Who are you? Who are you? You're certainly not the president of the United States. My gosh, you don't even look like the like the head of the school board right now. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Well, the new mandate has come out and the administration doesn't need Congress or anyone else. They're going all through OSHA, through the administrative rules. And OSHA basically was given the power uh, to do anything in uh, in your business uh, if they deem it to be unsafe. That's not an overstatement, really. It's, it's anything. Not. If they think anything can make you unhealthy at work, they can pretty much do anything. Correct. And OSHA is going to be a Gestapo. This should be a priority of Republicans to fix this when they get power again. This is yeah. ridiculous. It's always been ridiculous. They love their little administrative state. And now, you know, uh, 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 an agency that was supposed to stop people from getting their fingers cut off in machinery is now vaccinating, is now mandating vaccines. It's insane. Now, 
here are the here are the rules and i will tell you right now not gonna do it <laughs> don't <laughs> not gonna do it not going to i'm not no you are not telling me <laughs> what i have to do well no you're up for a 10x fine then glenn mm. and thank you you've just given them their entire case i don't have <laughs> Although, empl- i don't yeah. have a company that has more than 100 employees right. yeah technically so yeah. You're, oh yeah so you're definitely not going to do it mm-hmm. uh, so that is the rule that is part of it over 100 employees if you're a company with over 100 employees they are going to uh, mandate the vaccines that part we kind of knew it covers 84 million u.s workers two-thirds yeah. of the workforce okay can i ask you a question mm-hmm. why is it 100 employees why isn't it everybody it's not causing it's not costing the the business anything to do it why not why yeah not well, that's, everybody? that's another part that's kind of revealed today in the official uh-huh. rule okay that it will not be a requirement for the company to pay for the tests so the the mandate isn't technically a full vaccine mandate on this part of it what they're saying is you have to be vaccinated or you can submit a test a negative test once a week and Wear a mask the entire time you're at work. Do you know what the black market for testing is going to be like now? <laughs> There's going to be a guy that always find ways around. Yeah, us. absolutely. I, I've been to two games recently that had full vaccine mandates at the stadiums. Mm-hmm. Believe me, if you think they're actually checking these vaccine these vaccine mm-hmm. co- codes and cards as they're walking mm-hmm. in, got another thing coming. I, yep. I, they weren't even scanning them at, at one of the stadiums I was at. They weren't even standing. They're just looking at him like you just had a QR code. If you had a QR code on your phone, they just let you in. But it's not. These are ridiculous mandates. And of course, they're ridiculous. Why would a guy whose job is to take tickets at a stadium be monitoring people's vaccine status? It's completely absurd. And everybody knows it's absurd. And even when they implement these things, they don't actually happen. So it's just like another reason for us to all hate each other. I, I just don't even understand it. But. 84 million workers are covered here with this, Glenn. It goes through OSHA. Now, the date is different than the initial date we heard about. Well, the initial date we heard about is November 22nd, and that is for federal workers. Uh So, hey, that'll happen with the TSA. (laughs) With the TSA. And uh, that'll be great. Everybody who works at an airport, oh, man, perfect. I mean, they didn't see Thanksgiving coming this year. No, who knew when it was going to be? Who knew that that would happen on the same week of Thanksgiving travel? January 4th is the new date that you would need to be fully vaccinated. Mm. That, of course, includes a two-week period post-shot. So you're looking mid-December is basically the time you'd need to get the shot to comply with this. If you haven't had uh, that shot by January 4th, you have to have a verified negative test to your employer every week. Begin wearing a mask at work as of December 5th. Now, that does that was not... December 5th? December 5th. That was not discussed in the initial pitch for this. That a mask mandate is also included in this. Now, if they can get away with this, they can get away with a lot. And I will say this, OSHA and its statute is written so broadly and gives the government so much power that it's not impossible they get away with this. I hate to break it to you, not impossible, though I still think it's going to get overturned in the courts. It's going to require, I think it's going to require Congress to act to repeal or define the power of OSHA. It should be a priority mm-hmm. of Republicans going forward to to, I, to I, fix this. I will tell you, there there is, you know, it's not a coincidence that this is coming out now, two days after the election, 
They didn't want this coming out two days before the election. <laughs> we kept saying, where's the rule? Yeah, where's, where's the, the rule? rule? Well, here it's it coming. Is. It's coming. Yeah. yeah after the election. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what's coming. And I'm telling you, they are overplaying their hands so much. I think there is a real shot that the next Congress, Senate and president say no more Department of Education. It's all back to the local. No more Department of Education. I believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it, too. But there is a shot. Yeah. There is a real shot. There was a time where that was a priority of Republicans. Yes, it was. Gone away. Uh, Another big part of this, if you happen to be a business owner, is that you will now, starting December 5th, need to um, cover paid time off to your employees to go get the vaccinations. And if they happen to have the you know day or two of side effects afterward that some people you gotta have pay them for that too. you gotta pay them paid sick leave for those days as well mm. another you know that's could be a lot now uh penalties if you do not comply with osha's rule you will be fined uh, a, 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 there's a bunch of violations but up to thirteen thousand six hundred and fifty three dollars for a single violation now if you think about the way osha works in theory what would happen is uh, you know, Sarah would probably be the person who'd do this too. Sarah will impl- will will call OSHA and be like, "Hey, uh, you know, this, this, there's this very large host that I work with, <laughs> and he's always, you know, he's got lots of uh, particles coming out of his mouth, and I don't feel comfortable working with the guy." She's you're nodding. in a glass cube. <laughs> well, that's that's part of the case, I suppose. Right. And she reports you to OSHA, right? Then OSHA. Uh, comes and investigates if they catch you with this violation you're not you're not vaccinated you're not doing the vaccine mandate you're not you know giving the test once a week then you will get a fine of thirteen thousand six hundred fifty three dollars however forever for every employee that either doesn't have the vaccine or the mask they say single for every single violation so that's Mm -hmm. how i would take that more importantly though they're going to punish you much worse a 10 times fine as we have the audio already from this hour where Glenn said he would not do it, so he's willfully mm-hmm. saying no to the government. Mm-hmm. Your fine goes up 10x, mm-hmm. so one hundred and thirty-five thousand or one hundred thirty-six thousand five hundred thirty-two dollars is the max fine there. I can guarantee you that I will never have more than ninety-nine employees ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> Just breaking into ever. new companies all the time. Yep. I mean, the one the way around this, and I think a lot of employees, because I I talked to a small business owner who lives here in Texas, and. He was telling me he's vaccinated. He has no problem with vaccines. He got the vaccine already. Um, His wife, who also works at the company, same thing, already got vaccinated. But they have employees at their company who say, no, I'm not doing it. I don't care what you say. I don't I love working here, but I'm not going to do it no matter what. And he said to me, he's like, look, we're talking about some of my best employees. So I'm going to be put in a position where I'm going to either have to fire my best employees or just say no to this now a lot of companies are going to just say no for a long time because this is going to have to wind through courts and i think there's a good chance it gets overturned so that's your first line of defense on this your second line of defense is likely getting cheap easy rapid tests and making people get them i mean we talked about this before joe rogan has every interview he does have people come and get tested for covid Mm -hmm. um you know that's it's not as invasive as uh, as a, a vaccine mandate though with the mask requirement on top of it it's going to be almost impossible to enforce and even if you want it as a business person even if you wanted to glenn if you wanted to tell everybody here you know what we're doing this we're all on board with the government you think your employees are going to listen to you and wear masks everywhere in this place 
No, it's they don't listen happen. to me now. They don't so. even. They never listen to you now. <laughs> so of course they're not going to do it in the future. And so this is a big, a big deal. I think you're right. I think they waited till after the election intentionally to reveal this. Uh, but that's 84 million employees. That's two thirds of the work, workforce. Let me add on to that. Another 17 million workers in a, in a rule that hadn't really been talked about much. This goes with health health workers who deal with Medicare and Medicaid. If you're working in a health facility, you take Medicare and Medicaid, you participate in that program. There's a full vaccine mandate, no out for testing and masks. So full vaccine mandate for 17 million workers at 76,000 healthcare facilities. That is part of this announcement today as well. So does this mean that the schools all have to wear masks again? That is not uh why is that well i don't see how i mean first of all i don't see how a federal government could do this in schools they're locally controlled Uh uh-huh so is my Uh, business well yeah but i mean there is oversight from osha on your business there's not on you know oh there absolutely is you go into a science lab that's all osha control that's true i mean the employees have it at least Mm -hmm. i don't know that you would do it with students but in theory i would think yeah employees might have an issue with that i gotta tell you man well, it's 100 employees. This is, I don't know. This is nuts. This is absolutely nuts. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about fascism. The the fascism of masks. You're going to tell the people in Texas that they got to mask up. We didn't mask up when things were bad. And there's multiple states that have already said and filed lawsuits that they will Texas file lawsuits. Is one of them. Texas is one of them. Uh, there's also companies that have already. I mean, this is absolutely going to have to wind through the courts. And I don't think it will hold but i i will say See, we can get ted uh, i mean um uh ken paxton on the attorney general mm. yeah i'm sure he's definitely filing that. oh yeah yeah and if not if we can't get him get the attorney general of uh of utah on sean reyes just keep calling attorney general sarah just until call you get him somebody. this one of them will come on this show they'll be like i have nothing else to do i was just <laughs> thinking about killing myself might as well do this uh, <laughs> on second thought <laughs> uh, give me extra motivation i don't know this is the best of the glenn beck program Pelosi is moving forward with all of the extreme agenda points of this administration. She says the more results, the better it'll be for elections. So they didn't learn a thing. They announced today, two days after the election, uh, about the vaccine mandates. It was kind of wishful thinking that they would never actually come. They were just waiting for the election results to be uh, in. So then they could uh, implement this without another pay uh at the uh, polls uh but they are going to feel pain at the polls in 22 a year from now it is january 4th and uh, you will have to not only have a vaccine a vaccination if you work for a company that has 100 employees or more uh you'll not only have to have a vaccination but you also will always have to wear a mask if you don't do that you have to wear a mask and get a uh a test every day uh, the companies are once a week. Oh, sorry, once, once a week. week. Yep. Uh, the companies are not responsible for paying for that. You'd have to do that yourself. Now, this is all part of a bigger plan called the Great Reset. And the Great Reset is all about the government forming a partnership 
with uh, business. It is when they say we're going to transform the world's largest economy. This is what they mean. So, you know, they've been trying to do this for a long time. The Fabians, the Fabian socialists in England, were trying to push something called competitive socialism. Uh, in essence, the government would take the means of production and the raw resources. Then they would fix prices, but private businesses would somehow coexist in the system and bid for contracts, etc. Well, that's pretty much the same system that China runs now. Um, and uh, China is the model, but it was best described and in use by the Nazis. It's fascism. The Fabians in the 50s tried. It failed. They changed the name from competitive socialism to democratic socialism. I don't care what you call it. Competitive, democratic, central plan, science oriented. By the way, that's what they said in the 30s, 40s and 50s. It's been debunked. It's never been tried. It's just a theory. No, no, no. No, it has been tried. And they've just done something and taking a huge, huge step towards this. Now, remember, the Great Reset is is just a conspiracy theory because the World Economic Forum has no teeth. They have it's just a group of people in Davos. Well, Biden has just announced a few minutes ago in Scotland a partnership with the World Economic Forum on this competitive capitalism. Uh, they have identified certain corporations to partner with. They named a few of them, more coming tomorrow, but they are in steel, shipping aluminum, concrete, trucking, aviation, chemicals, and direct air capture. Okay, so we we have the co-author of my new book that is available for sale right now at Amazon.com. Uh, you can get it. It comes out second week of January. Make sure you get it now because of supply lines. Order it now. It's by me and Justin Haskins. It's called The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of the 21st Century Fascism. Uh Justin, this thing is traveling so fast, and it's just a matter of who captures the American and uh, the the global population first. Are they going to put us in chains before we figure out what it is as a as a population? Yeah, well, I I mean that's what we're trying to stop, right? I mean, yeah. I think that. This has been going on for a very long time. We've been playing catch up over the past year and a half or so because the rhetoric changed and signaled to people like us that something very wrong was going on here. When they started calling it the Great Reset, that's when we really started digging deeply into what was happening. And we've found that over the past 10 years or more, they've been advancing the world towards this new economy, this 21st century fascism. fascism. That's Right. It's a form of fascism. It's been going on for a very long time, this movement, but it's accelerated rapidly over the past year and a half, and especially since Joe Biden has become president. And this new announcement is gla in Glasgow is absolutely massive move toward this great reset world they're trying to build. So explain what it means and why it's so important. So the announcement, we, we don't have all of the details yet, but what we do know is that this 
there's going to be this partnership between the United States government and the World Economic Forum, and it's called the First Movers Coalition. Okay, so you know, the World Economic Forum is about as spooky as uh, Hydra. I mean, this is a group of the elite of the elites at Davos. They gave birth to the World Economic Forum, or is it the other way around? But this is... This is when you hear about Davos and meeting with George Soros and everything else. That's what this is. And now our country is partnering with them. On the Great Reset. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And the whole purpose of this first movers coalition is to create a public private partnership between major corporations and business and the U.S. government so that they can essentially manipulate the economy without actually having to pass a law in Congress that says you have to do X, Y, or Z. They're trying to build this. It's essentially it's collusion between the government, private corporations, and the facilitator of all of this is the World Economic Forum, who, as you mentioned, are the people behind the Great Reset Movement and uh, Davos and all of that other stuff. And the key point person, according to the press release that they've put out and some of the information they've provided to the public in the U.S. government is going to be John Kerry, who is part of the uh, Biden administration's um, cabinet. He's the special envoy for climate. And this is so, so important for people to understand. John Kerry has been openly supporting the Great Reset. I mean, attending Great Reset events, saying, I support the Great Reset, and he promised back in November 2020, after Joe Biden was declared the winner of that election, that under Joe Biden, the Great Reset will happen, and it will happen with greater speed and greater intensity than most people realize. And now he's the one spearheading this coalition with the World Economic Forum Great Reset people to try to create the public-private partnerships that you and I have been talking about and warning about now for for years. So when the president made this announcement, he was on stage with um, uh, John Kerry right next to him. And right next to John Kerry was Bill Gates. Um, This is this is a elitist. It's a movie. Honestly, you it's a movie. It's these are Bond villains here Um, and they are taking control uh, and will take control of industry, of farming, of you name it. And you won't have a choice. This is an end run around our Constitution and around our Congress and Senate. It's an end run. That's, that, that's exactly right. And the reason they're doing it this way is because they have failed so spectacularly trying to get laws passed in Congress and trying to get things through the Supreme Court historically. They've, done, they, they've been so bad at trying to make this thing happen at the speed that they want it to happen that way, that they figured out this other way of doing it through private corporations, and by coercing them, threatening them, twisting their arm, providing them with carrots and threatening them with sticks, they've been able to build this entire Great Reset system on the side and most people haven't even realized that this is going on this is the way that society will be transformed it's through this great reset and these public private partnerships and big cronyist deals and the other important thing to keep in mind is that 
they keep telling us that this is about the stakeholders. This is about people, regular folks. No, are regular folks in Dav- are in Davos? Are they in Glasgow right now? Are if they this was truly decision? if this was truly about uh, the regular folks, they would be spelling this out from the Oval Office every night for a week and say, "Look, here's a big thing. We're going to change the way we do business in America, and here's what we're doing." Instead, they say it's a conspiracy theory while they're doing it. The, the, you have no stake in this. You have no say in this. You won't have any say in this. Um, this is the way they are. They will transform everything. It is in our banks. It's in our global corporations. Let's just say they have this special deal with all the steel makers. Okay, you're building a car. All right. If the government says that you have to build electric vehicles and a car in a certain way and you say, no, I don't think that's the best way. Not only does the government have a what's called a golden stakeholder position on your board that can override the board's decision, but they can also make it very painful for you with the banks. They say, no, you have to go green. The banks say we can't fund you because you are not making enough green cars. And uh, even if the bank doesn't hold back, the steel company in the public-private partnership with the United States government, they will say, we can't sell you any steel to make that car. We can't sell you any aluminum to make your car or the cans uh, for your uh, farm goods because, well, you're not green enough. This is going to happen on everything. This is not just about climate change. This is ESG, environment social justice and governance. So who do you have in charge? What does your team look like? Do you have, do you have enough black people? Do you have enough anybody but Asians and white people running the, com- the company? That's what this is really all about. A complete, not just economic reformation, but a social reformation at the same time. At the end of this, if they get their way, by 2030, America is completely gone, completely gone as you know it. Yes, without, without a doubt. And this isn't speculation. Everything, basically everything that you just said, they've openly advocated for. The complete transformation of society, pushing the reset button on the entire global economy, having a new Uh, economic model, rewriting the social contract. That's something that John Kerry himself has called for numerous times. And again, he's now the one running this first movers coalition with the World Economic Forum. They've been very open about what they want to do. And then when people criticize them, they say, no, 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 this is a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. This is the biggest gaslighting event that has ever happened in human history. They're telling the entire world that there's nothing really going on, while at the same time saying they're going to push the reset button on all of society and rewrite social contracts and change the economy as we know it and change your life. And everyone has to participate and every country has to participate and every industry has to participate. And these are the sorts of things they're saying, while at the same time saying, oh, nothing's really going on here. So you don't need to worry about it. And this is why I think that the Democrats are not really that concerned about learning their lesson. Um, because in the end, you are under their thumb one way or another. You're under the thumb of big government, either that, that is either exerted over you through the banking system or uh, the monetary system or the system of where you work, when you work, how you work, who you work with. 
all of these things, you're, you're not going to have space to go to. There's no free space if they have their way on the entire planet. It's all centrally planned and centrally run. And your voice is only through the voice of your elected official. And they don't care if that's Mugabe or, or you know, the queen or, you know, uh, King Biden. They don't care. Yeah, they, they don't care because it isn't about what people really want. In their minds, it's we're all a bunch of stupid sheep. They should be in charge of the world because if they just had control of everything, the world would be so much better. And there's this existential crisis of climate change that justifies any amount of authoritarian actions that they want to take anyway. And so they're going to do whatever it is they want to try to impose this, while at the same time not including regular people in the conversation, while saying that they are including the regular people in the conversation and that they're doing this all for their benefit. Meanwhile, they're all getting super rich off of this crony scheme. Uh, In some cases, they're making hundreds of millions and billions of dollars. You look at BlackRock and people like that have added trillions of dollars to their portfolios over just the past few years while engaging in all of this great great reset stuff. So it's a giant Ponzi scheme in in a lot of ways, but it's also the biggest power grab we've ever seen. And yes, this is a conversation we should all be having nationally. There should be a national conversation that we're all having. Do we want to push the reset button? on the global economy, on the American economy? Do we want to move in this direction of the Great Reset? Do we want to put elites in charge of virtually everything through ESG scores and and crony systems and all of this stuff? And we're not having that conversation. They're going to try to impose it on us no matter what. And the most important part of this entire thing, the proof of that, is yesterday they asked John Kerry about the the Build Back Better bills and how in Congress and how these infrastructure bills have failed. They asked him about it, and he essentially said, and I don't have the quote in front of me right now, but he essentially said, it doesn't really matter what happens in Congress. We're going to find a way to do this anyway. We're already starting to do it now through the government at COP26. Yeah, he said he said yesterday that we've already we're doing it through the administrative uh, arm and we don't need Congress. Thank you so much. The name of the book is The Great Reset. It is by me and Justin Haskins, who you just heard. Joe Biden, The Rise of the 21st Century Fascism. Pick it up now at Amazon. Order your copy now. The Great Reset. (laughs) 